Happy, happy Tuesday and welcome to The Daily with Sil Stein here on Anchor. For today, I'm going to be uh, doing the promo for Chasing Clarity. So I'll be talking about my novel, Chasing Clarity, and I will be reading some excerpts. I'll be reading chapter one and I may read, I'm trying to see if I'll read all of chapter two. I think I'll read chapter two. Yep, I'll be chapter one and two. So I hope that you will um, see this. Let me see, or should I start with the prologue? One second here. Thank you for your understanding. And I hope everyone's having a great Tuesday so far. I'm going to read the prologue. And let me see. I think I'll start with chapter two. I think I'm going to start with chapter, the prologue and chapter four, because this has to do with Leo and uh, the prologue and chapter two and chapter three. So I'm going to go into that. Anyway, uh, welcome to the Daily with Sil Stein on Anchor. Thank you for being here and thank you for um, tuning tuning into my podcast. I will have a show um, tomorrow, Wednesday. I will talk about Chasing Clarity, but I will also do writing tips and go back to the writer's devotional. And I hope that more of you will tune in. I noticed that I don't have a lot of people calling in. I was hoping I'd get some responses for closure but unfortunately, I did not. But um, I hope that you will call into the show or let me know what you think of the books. And uh, hopefully, I'll get more of you back. Um, I was I started to see a little bit of a decline. I still get downloads, but I noticed um, more people were tuning in before. And I want to go back and get all of you back. So um, again, this is Sylvia Stein from The Daily with Sil Stein here on Anchor. And welcome to the show. All right. Now, uh, first, I'll begin with the, the way that I wrote Chasing Clarity. Closure was my first novella, published in, it started in, I started in 2012, published it in 2014, which was July and August of that year. And then um, Chasing Clarity started in 2013, like early uh, around uh, National Novel Month 2013, but that summer, I went through a, um, out this, sorry, to start all over again, sorry, not to get all rambled up. The whole process began because um, there was a TV show that I watched. I'm not going to mention the show just because I don't want to involve, uh, you know, situations where, you know, people might not like you talking about them or the situation. I don't want to you know, think that I'm taking, you know, credit for that or anything like that. So, but there was a TV show that I watched and there was a character in there that really passed away and, uh, um, in real life and seeing that play out, you know, this was back in 2013. I remember waking up to the news of it and, um, and I just thought about how it it felt, you know, especially for any of us that have gone through a big loss 
or lost anyone that's significant in your life or heard of someone that was close to you or family or anything like that. Grief is something that no, I mean, it's not very easy to talk about. We, we don't really do it as much and you never know when that's going to happen. Now, at the time that I wrote this story, it was about that. And, uh, but I didn't write it about the character. I just wrote about a young woman going through loss, a young woman who just came out of high school. This is why this book is considered a YA because Mia Gerard is, is finished with, with high school. She's on to college or was going to be in college. And then she suffers this massive tragedy, which is the loss of her beloved, you know, her, her high school sweetheart, her, her, uh, her love. And then she, you know, how, what does she do? I mean, how does she pick up the pieces and move on and, and what, what transpires and what's going to happen next? And, and I started thinking about this story when, when I heard about that and I wanted to make, you know, to do it, to do the story right. But I was still going through the motions. What do I title it? How do I do it? So I started writing it, uh, drafting it in National Novel Month that year. And I did win that year, 2013, or I got my 50,000 words plus more. Uh, but I, um, I did it in the third person. I, I had like a massive draft and it was called at the time, I just called it Clarity because I listened to that song by Zed and Foxes called Clarity. Um, and I just got inspired by it and I kept, you know, trying to add more to it. So I had it with me. I reworked it. Um, and I think it was in 2014, I wrote my first big draft, Send the Arcs. And then after that, I, I, uh, And then uh, after that, I went ahead and uh, started, uh, I published it in October of 2015. And I, I, I took it out and I, I really appreciated the, the, the help that I got from it. Uh, all the amazing editors that I worked with in the beginning, Michelle Austin Witte, uh, Regina Leanne, who, uh, who formatted it for me, but she did mention you know, looking back at the book, she noticed that there was some some conflict with it. Like there was a lot of things that weren't looking that, you know, that need maybe needed more polishing. So um, I went back and took the book and kind of worked on it for a while. And then in 20 uh, before in 2016, 2017, before my uh, Great Lakes Book Bash event that I had in Michigan, which was awesome. All the amazing authors, Rachel Brownwell, and all the amazing authors I met. Um, I went ahead and worked with a editor by the name of Kim Huther and Wordsmith Proofreading Services worked on my book, and they did a magnificent job, you know, correcting these problems that the book was having. Because the story was great, but there was some grammatical errors here, there, which took away from the story. So one of the, the best advice that I got for this story, even though the storyline was very good, you know, people would tell me, I really love the story where you, the feelings that you gave Mia and what Mia is telling us, but, you know, I advise you to find a good editor. And I did. And I spent that money. And, and uh, but I don't regret that because it was the story 
you know, became more alive and and lively and the and everything fit better. Not that my story wasn't good, but be fixing these minor little things here and there really added or, sh- or made the story shine. So I hope if you have not read Chasing Clarity, you'll give it a shot um, and read it. Um, it's on Kindle for 99 cents. It's on uh, Barnes & Noble Kindle edition. I haven't taken off the 99 cents. I'll probably leave it on through February. And then um, I also have it on Barnes & Noble New Press. I have the paperback. Of course, you have to order that or you can message me. And I don't charge shipping. And those are about eh, close to $12, $13 uh, for the paperback. Um, but it is revised. I hope you'll read it and take the time to do that. And um, and then I started working and published it again um, before the, the Great Lakes Book Bash. And then now I transferred it to Amazon KDP uh, because now CreateSpace transferred all the books there. And they did a magnificent job with my book. And now I have it uh, republished or it was uh, redone by them in, in the 2018 last year. So um, it, I, I really like where it, it, it went and where it took place and everything that, that it's gone through. But it, it's like I said, the story is about grief. It's about Mia Gerard and the loss of her love. And I'll be right back to read more of uh, to start on the excerpt of this story. And thank you for joining me here on The Daily with Sil Stein on Anchor. Welcome back to The Daily with Sil Stein here on Anchor. It's all about chasing clarity. So I'm going to start with the prologue now. Prologue, part one. When I looked into his eyes, I couldn't keep from crying. It had been so long since I felt this way. Mia, what is wrong? He asked. I cast my eyes down to the ground and bit my lip. I blocked his voice and didn't want to hear what he had to say. This wasn't Leo, and he would never be like him. Where are you, Leo? Come back to me, my love. Grabbing my purse, I headed for the door. I'm sorry, Henry, but I have to go now. You're leaving now, he added uneasily. I nodded. Yes, I have to go now. Mia, please don't go, he pleaded. His tormented face broke my heart, but I felt entrapped and the need to escape suffocated me. So this is where we see Mia start off in this heartbreaking story. It begins tragically because it's about loss and grief. And when I wrote this story, it was very uh, complicated um, to write about because um, it, it was about grief and loss. And it took on a whole new meaning for me um, later and I'll explain more about that after I'm, uh, when I'm done reading. Um, I'll tell you more about that on the wrap-up of this show. But um, I'm going to begin now on Chapter 2 after the prologue. And I'll read a little bit of that. Here, let's see. Sorry about that. Seems like I'm all over the place today. Okay. Dear Diary. The day that changed my life forever was a, on a cool, breezy day in late August 2013. 
The weather was not surprising for Michigan. Being born there and after being born and raised there, I was used to the severity of the winter weather and the unpredictability of summer. Still the chill in the air that evening set an uneasy feeling within my heart. My phone began to ring off the hook really late one night. Then my phone began to ring off the hook really late one night. Oh no, how am I supposed to answer that now, darn it? I took a step forward and swallowed the pain inside of the eerie feeling I had as I answered without looking at the caller ID. Hello, I said, barely breathing. Mia, are you awake? The voice on the other end of the line asked. Yes, I am. Then I recognized who was calling. Courtney? Why is she calling me so late? I hope everything's okay. Mia, I'm sorry to call you so late, but I wanted some... I, I saw something on the news a few minutes ago. Okay, I said, cautiously noting the pause. Courtney, are you there? Her silence intensified my worries. I gasped for air and gripped the phone in my hand, waiting for her to say something. After about five minutes that seemed to last a lifetime, she finally spoke. Mia, I don't know how to tell you this. By now, the pain in my chest was almost unbearable. I gritted my teeth. Courtney, what is it? I asked. Oh goodness, what is going on? I think some... Oh goodness. She said, Courtney, what is it? I asked. But then uh, for myself, I was telling myself, what is going on with me? Then she spoke. I think something terrible has happened to our guys. What do you mean? I could, by this time, I could barely speak. Listen, Mia, I overheard on the news just now that there was some type of accident after the game. I love Courtney, but she could be a drama queen at times. Still, my pain wouldn't subside. It was as if I was having a panic attack. So you automatically thought of Leo? Gosh, I hope she's wrong, I thought to myself. No, I've been calling Matt for the last two hours with no answer. Courtney, please listen to me. I took a deep breath to stay calm. Mia, you know it's not like Matt to, to not answer me. Please calm down. Let me try Leo's phone. Okay, Mia, I hope you have better luck. I dialed Leo's number and tried to remain calm, but the pain in my chest increased. My hands shook more with each ring. Finally, I heard someone pick up, and I heard, and I heaved a sigh of relief. Oh, thank goodness, Leo. Mia, this isn't Leo, it's Matt. Hello, Matt. Can you please call Courtney? I said, struggling to speak. Mia, listen to me, he said. I didn't want to hear it. It was as if I knew something had, had happened. Okay, Matt, please call Courtney. She's losing it. Mia, listen to me, he exclaimed. Something in his voice told me I couldn't fight it anymore. Goodness, Matt, what is it? Mia, there was an accident, and something terrible has happened to Leo. I honestly don't remember what happened next. My mind went blank. 
Mia, 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 please, Mia. What's going on? I can't breathe. Yeah, Mia, Courtney screamed. Everything turned dark. All I remembered was the poem I recited for my love. Withering moments get in my, get in my head. And then I see your face. I begin to see what is only an image. You've gone and will never be back. Inside, I'm dying. And each time I recall the moment you left me, I wait for the day when we will be together again. Until that day, my heart will never mend. I will long for you forever, Mia. And we'll be right back with the next chapter. Thank you for joining us on The Daily with Silstein on Anchor. And now we're back to Chasing Clarity, uh, the next chapter here on The Daily with Silstein on Anchor. Chasing Clarity is my book that I published back in October of 2015, and I recently took it out again last year on 2018 because it was updated through Amazon KDP. All right, now we go to chapter three. A little bit of chapter three here. A year has passed and I still can't help but cry when I recall getting word of Leo's passing and the days that came after that. I've, I've struggled to get out of bed every morning since Leo's funeral. Oh, I struggled to get out of bed the morning of Leo's funeral. Sorry. I dreaded being around everyone, not to mention Leo's parents. After all, the Dancies and I were so close. It was so hard to look in their eyes and not break down. I felt so helpless. I needed to keep it together. This was like some horrible nightmare. How could it be happening? We just graduated from high school in June. This made no sense. Oh goodness, I want to scream so loud and just disappear. Leo's face began flashing through my mind. I looked, through, I looked around my room and tried to shake away the thoughts of him, but his image was everywhere. The pictures behind me were all of us. I don't know how I'm going. I don't know how I'm going to be able to take all of the to take all of this today. Since the news came, I haven't been able to even leave my room. I passed out for a while after receiving the confirmation from Matt that something bad had happened to Leo, and then I awoke to my mother and best friend Courtney standing over me. Kayla was there too. Outside my room, I heard my dad talking to Leo's parents. They were crying. I wished I, I wished I had been able to hug them, but I was too weak and still in shock. Really don't remember what happened after that. I think I fell into a deep sleep. I wish I could have stayed that way. In my dreams, Leo was with me and nothing had changed. We held hands as we walked outside to school. He smiled at me and then placed his varsity jacket around my shoulders. I could tell by the trees swaying around us that it, is, it, it, it was cold. Halloween decorations adorned the outside of the school building. It was October. Then I saw the snow on the ground. We were at last year's winter formal. As I pictured this beautiful image, I was brought back to the present day by the sound of my mother's voice. Mia, honey, are you up? 
I hesitated before answering and then took a deep breath. Yes, I'm up. I looked down for fear she'll catch me rolling my eyes. Mia, I know what you're doing, dear. Oh, and what is that? I asked. Come on, dear. I know you. Since I didn't want to fight with her, I decided to get up. Fine, Mom. She looked at me as I got up out of the bed. Mia, are you sure you can do this today? Once the words came out of her mouth, I tried very hard to contain myself. What do you mean? Honey, I'm just worried that you won't be able to get through this day. Mom, I'll be fine. She sighed and shook her head. Okay, Mia, I'm sorry. Look, Mom, I know this is going to be a very hard day. She placed her hand on my shoulder. Mia, please calm down. I couldn't control my anger. I shook her hand off my shoulder. I'm going to be at Leo's funeral, so stop telling me how to feel. Mia, please stop, she yelled, and she held her hands up. I began to cry. Please forgive me, Mom. It's okay, honey. How am I going to get through this? So I looked around the large crowd of people walking towards me. My first reaction was to run. I didn't want to talk to anyone. Goodness, as if this day wasn't hard enough. I knew this would, This is what Leo would have wanted. It, I took solace in knowing everyone who loved him is here. Or who loved him was there. Still, I couldn't help but gasp at the thought of having to speak in front of all of them. I just didn't know if I would be able to gather the courage. This wasn't fair. We just graduated back in June. He was only 18 years old. One month shy of turning up or turning 19. Why did this have to happen to him? It was at this time I questioned it all. I was raised Catholic, and I know God exists. At the same time, why did he have to take away all that was dear for me? Not to mention Leo's parents. He was an only child, the only child they had. How are they, how are they going to live without him now? This is what made everything so hard to process. I'm an only child too. The last thing I would want to do is cause this kind of pain. Sure, my mom drove me crazy at times, but I wouldn't trade my parents for the world. I would never want them to experience this kind of pain. Can't imagine the loss being any easier for the Dancies. Not that this was Leo's fault. No, I blame the reckless person driving that night. Didn't he realize what he did? Did he even remember being at the wheel? No, I'm sure he didn't care or even remember. I'm angry and I just want to scream. And we'll be right back with the wrap up of this uh, show about chasing clarity and the excerpts that I read. We'll be back. And now it's time for the wrap up of today's show of the daily with Sil Stein here on Anchor. I wanted to do this show to um, let you know about Chasing Clarity. I'm doing the promo this week all about Chasing Clarity. I started with Closure last week. And then tomorrow I'm doing another show for the Daily with Stein on Anchor. Speaking about Chasing Clarity. And then 
focusing on the writer's devotional by author Amy Peters and going into that. I really hope you'll call in and contact me about my books or any questions you have on them and I'll be happy to answer them. I do have a live video on Instagram and I also have on my Insta stories if you want to check those out. And I'm on Twitter as well. Although I haven't really promoted too much on Twitter. I promote certain articles and stories but I haven't really done uh, like what I do with um, my author Facebook page or Instagram or here on Anchor uh, speak to you about my books lately. Anyway, um, I want to say thank you for joining me. I hope you enjoyed the story of the excerpts that I read. But I wanted to say uh, on the wrap-up, this story took a new meaning for me uh, when I wrote it, after I wrote it and published it. I went ahead and re-edited it back in 20... I think it was 2016... uh, No, actually, not 2016. In 2017, when I re-edited it, Um, by the amazing Kim Huther and Wordsmith Publishing Services. Um, Sadly, um, in uh, 2017, I had a huge loss myself. I lost my dear friend, best friend and sister. She was my best friend growing up from back home till as we got older. She was more my sister than anything. So anytime I said my sister's, she was part of my sisters and it was a hard loss very tra- you know for me it felt uh, unfair i knew she, you know even if people were ill or sick you never expect to get that call um it was it's it's getting close to 2 years now and it's there's not a day goes by that i don't think of her i won't mention the names because i don't want to take away from uh, our pain, our pain and especially her family's pain her, her wonderful mother, her wonderful husband, and her wonderful son, you know, and all her family and friends that loved her. But let's just say it was a very hard loss, grieving and in dealing with that. And not that I don't know about loss, because I have experienced loss with my father, who had cancer back in 2005, and my grandparents, uh, who both passed away, and it was very hard also. However, um... For me, this loss with my best friend, she was still very young and um, she had a lot going for her and and uh, she was, she, you know, dealing with an illness is never easy um, and it makes no sense sometimes when people leave and I know some, at some point we all have to, um, but it was really hard to deal with the, with the stages of grief and when I got the chance to I went ahead and re-edic, uh, re-dedicated this book to her because even though when I started this book, this journey was about a character that I had I had heard about passing away, I think I felt more like Mia when my best friend uh, passed away. Um, it was something I never expected to happen like this. I didn't get a chance to say goodbye. I did talk to her before a few days, like that day or so before over the phone. But because I was long distance, I moved to North Carolina. She was back in Texas. Um, Not being there the way I I thought I should have been made it very, very hard. And it's easier to talk about now, but there's not a day goes by that I don't think about her. She's always in my heart and she was one of the the kindest 
awesomest persons ever. And I was very blessed to have her in my life. And I know she's still with me because I have faith that, you know, God God has a plan and a purpose in my, in my own take of things. Uh, but I went through the, the phases of grief and as everyone goes through them and the, 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 the different stages as Mia will in this story. But um, I just wanted to reflect back and share that story because um, it took on a whole new meaning for me. And just just love all those around you. You know, treat others with respect. That's my own message today. Be kind to others. It's not hard. Um, I know sometimes it can be hard, but if you just let your heart, you know, guide you, um, and this is just my own take on it, just try to treat others with respect and kindness. And I really hope you enjoy, uh, you know, learning about Chasing Clarity, learning about Mia's journey. I'll try to share more this week on her. And I hope you, if you have not read this story, I hope you will do that. But um, I, I hope you've enjoyed this segment of Chasing Clarity um, uh, on the Daily with Stein here on Anchor. And thank you so much for the support and for downloading all the episodes of this show. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Tuesday. Have an awesome and amazing and blessed day. This has been Chase, uh, the, the Daily with Silstein on Anchor. Here with Silstein or author Sylvia Stein. She'll be back with another show tomorrow. Thank you for joining us and have a happy, happy Tuesday. This segment was all about chasing clarity. <laughs>